traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. What up? It's your boy Chingo Bling. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Before we get into the show, quick reminder, I'm a stand-up comedian and the Legalized Freedom Tour starts now. We're headed to Raleigh, North Carolina, February 27th, McAllen, Texas, March 5th, Naples, Florida, March 16th through the 17th. So many more cities, so many more dates. Hit up the website, chingobling.com. While you're there, head on over to patreon.com forward slash redpiltamales so that you can support the show direct. That's right. You'll get access to all the episodes, the full enchilada, and of course, the popping ass chat room in the discord. How much better does it get than supporting free speech, supporting direct? It's just you and us. Ain't no middleman. But if I would believe it, patreon.com forward slash red for the price of a cup of coffee. You can join the community and help us out. Keep the show going and growing. You know what I'm talking about? Without further ado, let's get into the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of RPT. It is season number 11, episode 129. It's your boy Chingo Bling. We got producer Rob via Zoom. What up, everybody? People were like, man, they're Zooming. We've only done like two of these in over a year and a half. Well, you know what? Here's a spoiler alert. Um, there's gonna, it's going to be a magical episode. Actually, we're knocking out a Chingo Chats after this. But, uh, you know, technology, brother. I mean, I know the CCP's listening because, you, know, you know, they control Zoom. But it's all good because we got a message for them, brother. What's that message, Chingo? The message is the weather and whatever kind of weather manipulation y'all doing down here in Houston, Texas, it is not going to stop the RPT train. <laughs> I, thought well, you were, I, I thought you were going to go somewhere else with it. Like, uh, I don't care what. What's his name? Xi Jinping? Xi Jinping. Xi, Xi Jinping. Did you ever have lunch with him when you uh, visited China? Allegedly, no. Allegedly. Never had. All right, well, we won't dive in that deep. We'll give it a second. There's a couple of, of clips. I'm going to try to pull up. There was one I just saw of, uh, with Trudeau where uh, he was sitting next to uh, Xi Jinping and I think the prime minister or whatever of Brazil, and they're like just both ignoring him. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah no, uh, I know Hunter Biden had a little uh, had a little sit down. Uh, but, but let me uh, remind you guys, man, Legalized Freedom Tour is kicking off in Raleigh, North Carolina, February 27th. They, yes, I'm a stand-up comedian. We aren't just political pundits and talking heads and you know some people say we're misinformation but don't worry about that uh come have a laugh man it's a free country uh cancel culture has not killed comedy completely uh come have a good time be a human show your face and uh meet some nice people have some drinks bring your vieja i'll be in mccallan texas march 5th naples florida march 16th through the 17th west palm beach april 3rd tacoma washington april 7th Nashville, April 14th, Corpus Christi, May 5th through the 7th. So many more dates. Arlington, New Braunfels, Abilene, Lubbock, San Angelo, Odessa, Austin, Albuquerque, El Paso, Irvine, Ontario, Denver, Oklahoma City, Chicago, Phoenix, San Jose, Brea, Oxnard, San Antonio, Addison. Get your tickets now, chingobling.com. And we're working on the Houston show. So be on the tune, be on the lookout for that. That's what's up. 
All right, man. Uh, good morning. Buenos dias. Good afternoon. However, whatever time it is with you guys are listening to this. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to lie. Before we dive into it, the weather was supposed to be way worse than it is right now. Like it's freezing. Yes. But it was supposed to be like pouring at the same time that it was freezing. Is it raining over there? Uh, no, it's just kind of like, you know, it's moist. Yeah. You know, you could, it's a little bit of dew. You know, the fog of war <laughs> is that about. Yes. <laughs> Can't, yeah, we can't, we can't, anything we talk about, Chingo and I, guys, off air or on air is always like some kind of like political term gets thrown in there at all times. It, it all comes back, man. Even when you're talking to normies, that's when you really want to throw it in and just remind people that the cost of goods is going up. The American economy is decelerating and this is a man-made crisis, just like the border. All this stuff is man-made. Bro, it, it, it's some shit going down in the RGV. We we have so much to talk about because right now our fearless leader, man, the leader of the, of the new world, you know, the free world. You the know, new world? Whoa, whoa. Is that a Freudian slip there? What are you talking about? New world. Yeah, yeah, both. Yeah, both. He, he you know, he's trying to be up there with the new world order. But the leader of the free world, man, they got to like hold him by the hand or walk him away from the podium. He's going to bed earlier and earlier. Like... Y'all don't think Russia and China and North Korea and all these countries are seeing this? Not to mention the Biden crime family collected millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars from uh, Kazakhstan, Ukraine, Russia, China, so on and so forth. Um, I know the truth is going to come out eventually. Oh, real quick, Rob, Mm -hmm. yesterday uh, I did the, the, what is it? I zoomed in. Yeah. Um, Michael Sean's show. I don't know the name of the show, but uh, they had a real impressive setup, man. They had multiple guests, multiple hosts. Uh, they had a guest on right before me. I was in the waiting room. They had a guest on after me. Uh, they were like streaming to like five, six, seven different platforms at, at once. Uh, very interesting. But uh, of course, it was the type of situation where you have some folks that are very committed to their party, very committed to their team. Um, it's just been ingrained in them. Uh, they really believe that January 6th was just a bunch of racist Confederate flag toting insurrectionists that wanted to do a coup. And, uh, you know, and I was trying to tell them like, yo, those people don't have due process. Like a lot of them are being held, you know, haven't been charged. You know, it's like charge them, see what they're, you know, what did they do? Okay. Rioting, destruction of property. Like, Pull up the footage, put, set up a trial date, and charge them. You can't have, you know, whatever happened to like habeas corpus and and you know bill of rights and due process. Do you know? So, because uh, I, I was helping set up that that schedule for you. Do you know if it's um is it is he a comedian? Out of curiosity. Yeah, yeah. He I think he does stand up on the side, but I, I know him like um like as an on air radio personality okay. and also uh. I also seen him at the comedy club in Dallas a couple times. Oh, tight. Um, do you know the name of his show or is it just the Michael Sean show? Honestly, man, I didn't really catch that part. Uh, Don't worry. You know, it's all good. I'm going to find yeah. it and I'm going to try to post a link to it uh, if people want to hear it. Because I, I saw people were, were chiming in in the Discord and then I saw later on Instagram that, you know, you did really good and that was a really good um, panel. It was interesting. And, I, you know, some of the, I, I didn't catch it live, but um, some of the things were like, yeah, the other people were like, I didn't know who they were, but, you know, they, they, they threw in there like they were, they believed one thing and they were kind of like kind of open minded, but not kind of. So I, I didn't know what the whole context was, like what all y'all were talking about. So, of course, like 
you know, January 6th came that, like the big the big brouhaha, yeah. right? The big the big debacle on the show was basically like they just wanted to focus on this, like, how the hell are you a Trump supporter? Like, explain how you're queuing on Qtar, basically. Like, like explain. What yourself. if they would have said that? What if they'd been like, Chinga, why are you a Q Qtard? Yeah, Qtard Why are you a Ganon? Um, and, and I mean, I guess what I'm gonna start doing in the future, bro, is like letting letting these hosts know, like when they bring it up or out the gate, out the jump, just basically be like, hey. I have a podcast where we talk about it ad nauseum. Yeah. We drop multiple episodes a week. Uh, if you're not paying attention to, to to how we're on the brink of World War Three, the economy is failing. You know, like take a look around for yourself, and 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 basically, like it's too much information. You know what I mean? Like I almost have to have like a disclaimer where it's like I'm not going to be able to convince y'all right now. And let's talk about other stuff so you don't think I'm crazy. You know, it, I, I wish they would, but people can't get away from that fact. We're like two years removed from this 2020 election just about. And that's just like, it's almost like these articles that are coming out, we'll talk about it in a bit, we're like, uh, they're smearing uh, DeSantis. You know, he won't condemn Nazis. I'm like, am I having, did I, do I have CTE? Did I get hit in the head too many times? Like, are we in 2020 still? Like, what, why is that still a headline in a news publication? They're using the Trump playbook. Um, it's a little game that they play, but nobody is demanding of Democrats to denounce, uh, what's his name? Rashad Brooks, the guy who took the SUV and plowed it through the Christmas parade. Uh, he was an extremist. That's, that's what domestic terrorism looks like. Not Kyle Rittenhouse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but basically to tie it into what I was saying, it's like to red pill people and to kind of show them where you're coming from it just takes it just takes so many layers like you have to systematically explain to them like the news be lying they leave out context they're very biased you know what i mean um you know uh, and go ahead no no no, 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 i'll just say this uh real quick uh basically i could see their face when i'm like first of all half the republicans are full of crap i'm not about having pom-poms out for a party because we're not going to sit here and debate, well, your party this, your party that. I was like, nah, I agree. A lot of these fools are rhinos. So you got to like tell them. And you also have to say Fox News is owned by the Australian family, the Murdochs. And it's a business play. They uh, they called Arizona early for, for Biden when it was the election time. They did not attend like Trump's recent rally here in, in Conroe. Um, you know, like basically they have their own little agenda. And you got to take them with a grain of salt. You know, I like Tucker, but but basically, like, you kind of see them keep an open mind when you're like, I'm not for all Republicans and I'm not for all these right wing uh, media establishments. It's almost like you have to. And I know, I know you do. But in a way, you have to frame it with these people like when they come at you, like, for instance, if it really did start like, all right, man, we're going to get right to it. Like, I don't know how you voted for Trump. How are you a Trump supporter? Right. You're really good, and I told my soul this the other day. I was like, "You're really good at just like keeping your composure and taking it like one thing at a time, and then kind of trying to dispel certain things one at a time, not trying to like like all at once, right?" But if you kind of mirrored their question back to them, like you know, just like as a simple interview tactic, I would, if I were you, I would just say, "Well, so that I know where you're coming from, tell me why exactly it is that you're so anti-Trump." Or when somebody comes on your show, the first thing you want to say is, "How could you vote for Trump? How could?" Well, let's slow it down. What exactly? about it makes you anti-Trump, if I'm pro-Trump. And to see what they say, because a lot of the times, 
they don't really have a solid uh, idea of what that is, or they don't have a really solid idea, period. They just have the talking points that we regurgitate from mainstream media. Well, this is exactly, and I'll give you some examples. It's like, you know, his care, you know, grab him by the pussy. Uh, he's vile, you know, character. I mean, this man, he fanned the flames of racism, Rob. <laughs> he's obviously a racist, and he made all the races come out of the woodworks and and he had all his people storm the Capitol there. They sit back like, boom, what do you got to say to that? Yeah. And then I was like, have you heard of Ray Epps? Did you know that when they had this uh, Senate or congressional hearing, they asked the FBI, like, how many agents did y'all have on the ground? What did y'all know? When did y'all know it? How many people did y'all have undercover? That's y'all's job. You know what I'm saying? And and they're just kind of like, wait, I saw it with my own eyes. I saw tens of hundreds of thousands of crazy white boys running up in there. I said, hey, do you know that Trump requested 10,000 National Guard and Pelosi said no? And I'm like, who let them people in? Who unlocked everything? You know what I mean? Like, who moved out the way? And they're like, uh, Chingo. I don't know if they said they killed a cop or something. That That's usually what people love to say. Chingo, they killed cops. How can you be on the side of this? You know, it's crazy because if you think about it, these people were... There's video of them being let in by D.C. police. And also, when they get inside, they tell them, like, okay, we don't necessarily agree with this, but as long as you're going to, you know, peacefully protest, we'll go ahead and let you in. And now they're locked up underground and have been for over a year now. They were let in by officials. And so what exactly, like, tell me what crime. I want to know, like, why they've been locked up basically in solitary. I have no idea. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess really to get technical, it's like, on a case by case basis, like, you know, it's literally case by case, like who's locked up? Why? Okay. Charge them. You know what I mean? Let the jury of their peers, like somehow, some way there has to be due process. And what I was trying to warn these folks is today you may not care, but tomorrow it's, it's going to come for you or someone around you or someone near you. Like it's not going to stop with these white boys. So, you know, so right, right now they're white boys. Therefore you don't care. Yeah, I mean, just take Whoopi, for example, but we'll get to her in a second. Um, yeah. I, we know we only suggest listening to RPT and Chingo Chats and nothing else. Joking, but from time to time, and there's a really good episode that I like to shout out there. And this one was uh, Tim Cast, like two nights ago. He had on um, Lily Tang Williams. Do you know who that is? The little Asian no. lady that's running for Congress. She, uh-huh. She's a China. she's a descendant of uh, of of China. She's a she's lived through you know the 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 nitty-gritty of communist China and escaped. And now, dude, I mean, she's on there with Jack Pazobic, too. It's her and Jack. It's, it's, a, it's a phenomenal episode. Like, you got to listen to it. I'll send Is it she the, uh, the older lady? Yeah, she's somewhat older, probably late 50s, mid, mid to late 50s. Okay. But uh, it was fascinating, man. I mean, I don't know very many Americans that love this country as much as this little Asian lady. Yeah, man, like, um, you know, uh, Lao Beijing. You know, the, the main victims of the CCP, they're the first ones to tell you, man. Like like the CCP, they be harassing uh, defectors over here. Like sometimes you get, uh, I guess you could call them Chinese-Americans at this point. But uh, they'll harass their family back home and they'll like try to bring your ass back and, and shut you up and, and all this. And um, they're the first ones to tell you the games that these Marxists play. You know what I mean? The way the CCP plays and the way um, the way their government is over there and. And, you know, like everything from the struggle sessions, you know what I mean? That's yeah. why that's why, that's why a lot of people are bothered that Joe Rogan 
you know, some say, oh, he bent the knee. Like, you're accepting their mischaracterization of you by going along with their shit and being okay. Like, some people, uh, like, like Dr. Peter Navarro, he's like, oh, even Robert Malone, dude, even Robert Malone was like, I guess $100 million to fucking do that, mm. where you got to... You got to kowtow, bend the knee, and accept their their fucking disclaimer bullshit. Meanwhile, where's y'all's disclaimer? I didn't see that, or I didn't read that. Yeah, even Robert Malone is like, yeah, it's unfortunate, you know. So a lot of people back and forth are are like, bro, you should never apologize. You didn't do nothing wrong. Keep being you. Uh, you know, fuck Spotify. Like, you know. You know, it... it- I always romanticize podcasts and podcasting because I, I enjoy it so much and I've been into it for way longer than anybody else that I know. But um, to, to just think of the last decade of Rogan, I guess 11, 12 years now, of him doing the show and you, you know, you talked about it, I made a clip of it the other day, like it just started with him smoking his, you know, weed out of his volcano, talking about uh, pocket pussies and stuff with other comedians to a decade later, it become, he's an enemy number one. Him and his show are enemy number one. And if that doesn't scare you, and that, we're talking about a podcast and a podcaster, if that doesn't scare you, then I know you're not paying attention to anything else that's going on in the media. And you know, you know, what, sh- you know what should really scare you? The fact that Jen Psaki, Biden, and the White House have all publicly stated that Spotify, and they've done it before when they're like, big tech needs to do more. But they literally said, Spotify needs to do more with the censorship, they didn't use that word, but they're like misinformation, disinformation. They need to help uh, uh, quell, you know, they need to silence. They need to uh, uh, set some parameters. And it's like, hold on, dog. You know, like I'm old enough to remember (laughs) pre-pandemic where we had all the fucking freedoms. And it's like the White House, like big tech, bro, like, man, they got to get in line. And, And the White House, they need to chill out because First Amendment, Freedom of speech is the government cannot do that. And now the, the government is trying to turn big tech into like the arm of the government. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. 